Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wrestling media server of likes and, <laughs> and greatest wrestler ever, people. We commence here for a great match generator. Yes. Boy, it was a banner week. God. This the dumbest week ever. It I, was dumb. It was Yeah. Dumb. But we're not here to talk about that. That's the beauty no, of this show. Let's talk about good wrestling. Let's talk about good wrestling. And I actually took notes this time. Yeah, I took... I, you know what? I didn't... Um, I didn't take I didn't many take notes. notes. from Tao Kobashi because it's like... If I take notes for every... If I take notes for every... For every match... Um, that's going to be... That's going to be a quick move, review then. It, it, it would be the end of me. But I yeah. didn't detail notes for the other three. And I didn't get much out of uh, Takata Vader notes wise. Um, Kobashi Masawa, it was my first time watching this Kobashi Masawa match, shockingly. Me too. So, so like, I was like, no, I got to sit back and like actually take this in. I don't want to be distracted and by both, like. Yeah, I had to watch yeah. it twice for the purpose yeah. of the show. Um, um, and the other two matches, I only had to watch once, but they were easily digestible. Um, yeah. But overall thoughts on this grouping of matches? Uh, the Japanese half was a lot better than the American half. I'll say that much. Oh, oh yes. Yes, I, I would say so myself there too. But the American half was pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, you got, you got, I mean, each match has one of the best wrestlers ever in it. You know, 
And well, I guess one has two of the best wrestlers ever, depending on how you feel about that. I mean, Brett and Steamboat are my guys. Yeah. But it's it, it parallels to Steamboat and Luger was pretty good too, but we'll get to all of that. First, we would like to thank the Social Suplex Podcast Network for hosting this podcast. And we would like to thank everybody for listening to this podcast as it's it's an honor for us to be on the podcast network. And shout out to Rich Glotta for burying the wrestling media discord. <laughs> so we don't need to go into that any further. Rich Lotta did the bearing. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, you you didn't have to deal with that. I had to deal with it. Yeah, well, I was I was doing I was freaking out over other stuff. Uh, God, yeah, there was, was some other stuff going on, but um it was just like there's some other stuff going on, like people insulting me, but, 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 but it's like I had to deal with that stuff this time, so it was interesting. <laughs> the the what I was dealing with was like just Discord breaking. It was like oh yeah, the Discord, the Discord, Discord breaking on Wednesday night, thinking it was PWIND. Yeah, I was was losing my shit. I was like, did we get hacked? Did something happen? But they had outage. Were we talking about the sleaze thread too much? Because we started that sleaze thread conversation, and man, Jimmy Valiant came up, and then that Discord was just down for hours. Yeah, yeah. They said in total it was a two hour outage, but it felt more like a four hour outage. But yeah. But back to the wrestling. Yes. Um, let's go in year order. So we are going to 1987 to the most controversial match on this in terms of our takes. Um, yeah. Red Hart versus Randy Savage. And I alluded this in several chats on Discord. Um, um, you know, um, I did not like match as much as everyone else does. I wouldn't say I like disliked it but like man there was so much over like dude I forgot how overbooked this was for some reason I just maybe I don't don't think I've watched this match since maybe Brett's DVD came out so I guess I had forgotten some things but yeah there's a lot of shit going on in this match and I don't mean that in a good way no, it felt like overload. Yeah. Times. And I'm like, does this matter? I get why Brett's a mid-card wrestler, Randy Savage is a main event wrestler. But when you have the commentary telling that Brett is as good as Randy Savage, let Brett show that a little bit. Yeah. Instead of all this shit with Jimmy Hart and a fucking megaphone and Anvil Anvil getting involved and some spot with Liz. Like, it's just a bunch of shit. Oh, God. And then, like, it's just chaotic. And then you've got... The selling was good. I'll give the selling 
very good by Savage. Yes. Um, the okay. So here's a hot take. Vince McMahon fucking sucks on commentary. Oh, I can't. I thought Jazzy. I thought Jazzy was better here, but when when you highlight Bret Hart is supposed to be this wizard at tech technical wrestling, and we see none of that logic. Yeah. Sort of goes into the end of me saying, "What is this technical wizard supposed to do?" Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I think my biggest takeaway from this. Oh well. Uh, also, sidebar. Um, Savage kicked out of a pile driver, so obviously he killed the business in 1987. Um, <laughs> but and Brett uh, kicked out of the guardrail bump. So. Yeah. The um, it seems like there was such a low bar for like what was considered a good match on WWF programming back then, because like, I get like you sit through fucking twenty minute like those twenty minute snooze fests at the house shows like, you'd probably be happy to see Bret Hart versus Randy Savage. The problem is like, oh, they had a Japanese house show match in Yoko, Yokohama in ninety. Is that available? It is. It's on YouTube. Uh, you have to send me that. Um, I didn't. Think, I didn't think that was available. I knew it about is. the match. It's on Roy Lucher's YouTube channel. You send me the link. I will send you the link because I like that match a lot better because we. It was simple, but it got the most out of both of their strengths. Yeah. Um. It's, I guess, like, dude, like, I kind of think this is an even hotter take. I kind of think Savage versus Steamboat's overrated, too. I, I haven't I watched think, it in a long time. I think Savage Steamboat, um, it's basically Ricochet Osprey for 1987. Well, I mean, but, like, I don't know. Tiger Mask and Dynamite Kid exist. You know what I mean? Like they 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 were doing their thing five years before Savage Steamboat. Like, so it's like, but it's not available to the masses. That's true. I just I don't know. But like Dave watched both. Then again, Dave I mean, watched both Dave, because Dave's a mega fan. Well, didn't Dave? Didn't Dave also give Steamboat Savage like four and a quarter, four and a half? Yes, he did. That's not. Let me see what. Bad. Let me see what Dave gave Savage Steamboat actually. It's uh, it's just uh weird to me. Like uh, I, I guess growing up, like watching like all those documentaries and stuff, and like listening to like I don't know Chris Jericho talk about the, like Savage Steamboat. It's like you think four like it's, it's four and a half for Randy Savage Steamboat. Four and a half. That's okay, but like. You know, like, I don't know, you just think it's the greatest match ever. <coughs> and, like, I don't know, it's just a good match. Like, it's a really good match, but, like, I don't know. It's, I don't know, it's weird. And I know uh, what you mean, but for what that match meant, I think it brings it over the top. I think, well, and, I mean, it gets the WrestleMania bump and everything. I get it. 
Uh, what did you give this match? Three and a half. That's exactly what I landed on. I've been wavering on giving this this match went from two and three quarters in my head to three and three quarters. I settled on three and a half. I it might be my least favorite three and a half star match ever, though. It, I just, it was absurd. It, to me, it was absurd. Yeah. You know, if commentary sold our heart as a dastardly hill with no limit or limited skill, this would have worked better. That one nugget about Brett being technically as good as Savage and and I got trying to sell the strength of the performer, but at the same time, know the character. Know that he's yeah. a dastardly heel. This was not bad, it, but not good at it. Yeah. It was good, but yeah. you, you know what I mean. I can't, I can't wait to watch that house show match. You know, I'll send it to you after the show. Um, but I, I just feel like, I just feel like they were trying to get so much in with the Honky Tonk Man. Their Brian Bosworth was there. Oh, yeah. Relationship dynamic. It, it felt overload. It was just, yeah, it was chaotic. It was like, I don't know. It was very 80s WWF, but like 80s WWF presentation of like two of the best workers ever. Like, it, I don't know. It just fucked it up. It just fucked it up. Savage could have had the same match with, he could have had the same match with Anvil. He could have had the yeah, same, the same match, match with Anvil. man. Yeah, he could have the same match with fucking Jimmy Hart. Like, who, just, it's not like Brett got to do anything. Yeah, Brett didn't really do anything in this match. And, and, and maybe maybe that's my qualm about, about wrestling saying, oh, he didn't get to do anything, so it's not good. But we like performers being extenuated for their positive side and then being used for their ability. Yeah. And it's well, and it's it's fucking Bret Hart. It's you know what I mean. Like that's what's so disappointing for me. Like it's one of my favorite wrestlers ever. Uh, one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Also, and a lot like, of people watch this match with nostalgia-filled glitz because this was on the Saturday Night's Main Event in 1987. And well, like if you only watched I, I, that was kind of I guess that what I was trying to get to earlier was like. If you only watched WWF at the time, like if, let's say you started watching wrestling in like 1985, and like yeah, and you only watched the Fed, like yeah, you'd think this was like one of the greatest matches ever. But it's just like, dude, like ah, uh, I don't know. Whatever. Let's get on to uh, Steamboat and Lugs. This was the better match of the eighties matches. Yes. This, this held was up. a simple story done well. Uh, I don't even notebook on this match. I I mean I went I went four four, like four four and a quarter. I went three and three quarters. Okay, I think I was a little higher on it, but like I also was kind of confused because like. Like I didn't like them doing the no like the okay, so the match all the, 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 the people who the match, was dating steamboat 
and then and then Steamboat snapped. That's the well, big story. The thing, like, okay, so Luger comes out. His music's awesome, by the way. Um, and he's like, no, this match isn't going to be a no DQ match. And I'm like, that kind of sucks. That's like some WWE bait and switch shit. But whatever. And then I didn't, I just didn't like that. But like, um, so. Uh, they basically worked it like a no DQ match. A lot of it yeah. was on the outside. Did, was there a, was there a steroid chant early on in that? I didn't notice. Was the WCW chant pretty smart in 1989? Where was this? Uh, Baltimore. So like. Oh yeah, this was smart WCW land. I yeah, I would believe I think, it. I think Meltzer was at this show. I'm sure Bruce Mitchell and them were. Like Jack Baldrin and them. Yeah, I think yeah. those guys were at the show. Um, Steamboat's selling is incredible here. Um, there's a, is this, okay, is this the best Luger match ever? Ooh. Singles? Let me look on cage match for a second. You I mean, I think, cage, I think cage match will probably rate some of the flair stuff higher. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I would take this over any Luger Flair match I've seen. Let me see. Luger Flair, the War Games in '88. That's why I said singles because I knew I knew there's some War Games matches stuff. There's a triple threat between Luger, Sting, and Flair. From that I've watched that recently. That is not. That was better than this. Luger Flair from 90. And then it's this match. Okay, so I think it's a, that's a, it's a fair take for me to say this is the I best. I also rated it four and a quarter, by the way. So he's a long way. Well, uh, God, I'm drawing a blank. I have... Uh, there was towards the finish. There was a slingshot spot that I loved. Um, but uh, what was the finish on this? It was. I have this. The alley oop spot. Luger gets a chair. Steamboat flips Luger onto the ropes with the chair, and then hits him with the chair and gets disqualified. Yeah, referee, that, did, not, uh, referee did not see the uh, monkey flip, but he saw yeah. the. He saw. He did not see the slingshot spot, but, but once saw the slingshot gets up. Steamboat hates him with the chair anyway. Yeah, I, I was like, God, this finish blows. Just give me, just give me a clean finish. And this is four and a half, probably. That's what really, that's what prevented me from the post match. Bumped it up for me, honestly. Good, simple booking. Three and a, it bumped it up from three and a half to three and three quarters. But that finish really left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, but I was so into it because, like, I don't know. I, I I really love Steamboat. That was, like, in his selling. And Steamboat's that, like, performance here was very good. Yeah. Oh, an all-time Steamboat performance. Um, yeah. All-time Lex Luger performance. Actually, yeah, yeah. Lex, okay, so Lex was, like, really good in 1989. Like, he, he was out there having good matches with, like, 
you know, it wasn't just, you know, people always say like he only had good matches with Steamboat and Flair. And I'm like, no, he was like, there's, there's a bunch of like three and a half star matches with him in 1989 with like Tommy Rich, Tommy Rich. Yeah. Um, who else was there? I mean, Pillman, Pillman was still really kind of green in 1989 and him and Luger Pillman. were having practice. Yeah. The Pillman matches, um, Flair, um, Arn Anderson. Uh, great Muta. Yeah, there's another one. Well, but I, you know, Dark Age Nine. It was rated three and a quarter. Uh, Muta's great, by the way. But that's I know you're KG Muta, Mark. But overall, I think this was a good Luger performance too. Luger yeah. just his awareness was very good here. Yeah. Jim Ross's commentary was very good too. It wasn't yeah. like he was trying to ex- he was extenuating the positives and and hiding the negatives, which is a problem yeah. that WWE has, honestly, right now. Um, yes. You know. But well, you can't, you you can't have Well, they fire all these talented people and then just have to put out whatever on their show, like I uh, that's why people were so mad at the Royal Rumble. It's like they fire all these talented people, they put out that Royal Rumble, and um, what did what did people expect? Oh, uh, okay. be good? So, so no, I mean my whole like our whole Discord server, um, we watched it like with the joke, like you know, we were expecting this to be a shit show, like. We went into it basically thinking we were getting 2000 WCW. Unfortunately, this like. No, it wasn't it. even fun bad. It was. It, that it was, was the problem. It was because it was so fucking long. Ugh. They only had six matches on the show, yet it felt like five fucking hours. Yeah. I, oh, God. Let's talk about happier wrestling. Vader yes. versus Tobihiko Takata from 12-5-1993. This match was fucking awesome. This match rules. Vader, like, no, no offense to Takata. Takata's great. Vader is just, like, one of my favorite dudes ever to watch. Like, God, like, he's, I don't know. I, I think he's, he's the also best. natural in this. I think he's, I think he's the best big man ever. People can argue with you. Huh? I wouldn't argue with you. Yeah, he's, dude, he's so fucking good. Like, his audio works better than Taker's, and people would say Taker's the best big man of all time. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's way better than Undertaker's. Like, and Undertaker, the thing is, Undertaker couldn't, I don't think Undertaker could, like, do a match. Go have. He, he, I mean, he kind of tried it when he went to, like, the biker thing, and he was like, you know, he kind of tried to do some MMA stuff, but like, it was never this good. I'll tell you that. I don't think he'd let someone work this stiff with them either. No, this was stiff. Crowd was hot for everything. The Vader uh, uh. was just ragdolling Takata. Oh yeah, he was dude. This oh my god, I yeah I love watching uh, Vader. I almost. 
I wanted to watch. Um, I almost watched like a bunch of his matches where he was teaming with uh, Bam Bam too. But uh, yeah, Vader. God, this match was good. Uh, did you like? I was watching it and it felt like uh, this was like a big inspiration for some of Danielson's matches. Like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Like the, the Samoa Joe matches and the Morishima matches specifically. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. What did, what did you give it? I gave it four and a quarter. I went four and a half. We're sort Vader. of in the same wavelength. Yeah. Vader, I give, I give an extra little bump for Vader, I guess. Um, I think, I think the side control periods were very interesting. I thought this match was very interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I also like shoot style a bit more than you, but I yeah. mean, we've talked about that. But uh, yeah, I um, even though some of my high, if you look at the spreadsheet, um, some of my highest rated matches are shoot style. Uh, next week we got two shoot styles, don't we? I think we do. Let me look on the. Uh... Yeah, we do have two shoot styles actually. Grapple I know the fuck, list. baby. Grapple fuck indeed. Um, let me. There it is. Sorry for the lull here. Um, You're good. If we have, yes, two shoot styles. We'll, we'll preview next week after we get to, um, let's do Kobashi Misawa and then. Uh, yeah, preview next week. Yeah. I'm very high on this. I, I mean, I went five. I went five. It was easy. <laughs> yeah. I, um, it was less excessive than 120.97. Yeah, but it's but they kept up. They keep such a good pace, and like the crowd's fighting for near falls for like I don't know half of this match. They have them fighting on every near fall, like the last half of it. And this was how long did this go? This went about fifteen minutes. Yeah, let me see, Miss Hawakobashi. You fill the air while I do it. I um they keep they, I just couldn't believe the pace they kept in this like um because like I I looked at it and like I don't know I saw the video was like damn near an hour long I was like oh man like this ah that kind of sucks like because I don't really like longer matches some like long matches for me go one of two ways they either suck or they're fucking awesome they want this one twenty nine huh. They went 43 minutes and 29 seconds. Okay, yeah. And they kept up such a pace for all 43 minutes. It was a hell of a performance. Uh, like I said, I didn't take a lot, like a lot no, of notes because no, this was it would my, be a team for us to take notes for this one. Yeah. It's for some reason I'd I'd never seen this before, which is like weird for me. Because you know, I have you know, I fucking love. 90s all japan i i think i have this match on dvd somewhere and i still haven't seen i hadn't seen it until now right 
because I think I have, I'd have to look, it's in my garage. Uh, Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I think I have like an eight disc set of just Kobashi versus Mosawa matches. Yeah, this this one has five. There were some uncomfortable moments if you know how Mosawa dies and then. Oh yeah. <laughs> I I guess I just wasn't thinking about that. Like I don't think about I that when thinking I think about that either. It's just for some people, it, some people just can't yeah. get that. I like I don't think about it when I watch Masawa. But, like, I have, like, shit in the back of my mind when I watch, like, Eddie Guerrero or Benoit. Or, well, Benoit's a little different. Like, because you're thinking about, like, really bad shit, not, like, damn, like, this guy died trying to, like, do steroids. Like, this guy blew his heart out because he was doing steroids to, you know, look good for this match or... You know, this guy, or you know, you'll watch guys that like overdosed and you're like, damn, like they were on all those pills to get through the road. Like, I don't know. I, I think about that with certain guys, but like Masawa just, I don't know. I, I kind of block it out. Yeah, I block it out with Masawa. It's like his body. Yeah. Uh, and the, the whole body discussion with wrestling is like annoying to me. Oh, it's gotten so dumb because it's such bad faith bullshit. Like, dude, you guys are going to watch the, the people saying Adam Cole's out of shape. Like, man, you, you watch, you, like, you guys all enjoy Shane McMahon matches. What are we doing here? Like, Shane McMahon looks like he's going to die five minutes to, into every match. You want to call Adam Cole out of shape? Shut up. Yeah. It- it feels like confirmation. Everybody's doing like the confirmation bias thing where yeah. everybody's just ruling opinions just to say their opinions. I do. No, like people weren't saying this when he like all the people saying it now weren't saying it when he was in WWE. So like you can take that for what you for whatever you can just, I just think, I just think 
the whole WWE versus AEW thing has gotten out of control. It's it's just weird because like I don't when people say like oh you're an AEW fan I'm like no like I like all wrestling like um I watch a lot of stardom too I watch four different fucking promotions for my podcast that almost every week I whatever like I, I just feel like when people call people AEW fans most AEW fans are just wrestling fans and it's like this whole war between the two it's a microcosm of life in general where it's like it has to be this or that it has to be to get the clicks we have to war at each other and be at each other's throats in order yeah. to in order to get the likes and in order, when you're alienating a whole another person and some people are annoying i, I get that yeah but this is supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be draining. And I think I, I recorded two pilots for the Wrestling with Mental House. And it's like, it's like, what's the most draining? And I decided not to put it out there because I just put people on blast for people for minute, minutes on end saying, like, the media is manipulating it. And then, and then people are miserable all the time. And, and then everyone just saying confirmation stuff, doing, doing their own research to just, just confirm, confirm what they think. It's because, I mean, like, there's just so many people out there that, like, start bad narratives and then, like, people, people just roll with them. Like, you know, like, the whole thing about, like... It's a, new, it's a new it's a new fucking it's a new fucking thing every all the time if it's not <laughs> like we got people to figure out the demo is what matt is the num the important number for tv ratings and then it, we had to be like oh no like we had to do go through the stopwatcher phase the stopwatcher phase has moved on to you got to have two women's matches it's it's like dude you guys just find a new grift let every day and let people do their own thing They'll yeah. figure it out, you know? And me, I'm not like a let's let it play out type of guy or stuff like that. But at the same time, it's more like annoying just having people nitpick at every little thing WWE or AEW does. I mean, yeah. I don't, I mean, well, WWE's bad though, I guess. So like, it is such an evil company, so I get like where people like me come from, but like I don't know, some other people I are get, like. I also empathize. I think this world overall at lacks empathy and lacks lacks the thing that we need most in this world is empathy and mutuality. Um, yeah, and and thinking. Oh, this person thinks this because of their experience. Um, I, I'm sort of because we meet people with different experiences every day. We can't shut out the other view totally. And I think the internet markets things so we can shut out the view entirely. Yeah. 
I know this is a really deep discussion, but at the same time, it needs to be had because because people are ruthless out there, and people are people are um terrible, terrible, the worst, the worst, and and there are a few good faith actors out there for sure, but, but at the same time. We always get into the discussion about the media and stuff like that. I would rather not have that discussion every time. But now, no, this is what we're known for. And this, and I, like, this is, I mean, this is, I mean, this is stuff we should talk about. And it's stuff I used to talk about on Spaces a lot, but like back before Spaces got ruined. Uh, ugh. Ugh. Everything's gonna get ruined. It's the internet, man. Yeah. Because everything's marketed towards something. Everything's marketed towards your attention. Your attention is now a market. And we shouldn't have this attention be marketed anymore. Because this capitalistic view on attention has really made society fail. Uh, I know we got really deep there, but. Yeah, but sorry, I was pulling up uh, Discord for uh, the preview. But at the same time, it's just, and this was why I wanted to do the mental health series is because I don't want to talk to people from all different walks of life and stuff like that but no one's gonna come on my show i realize this no one's gonna come on to my show if they don't agree with me. right and not have, and have a civil discussion and you think you think people will be able to people can't have discussions anymore it's weird because the internet used to be this bulletin board of things. Now we're living vicariously through ourselves. Yeah. You know, you know, especially our generation and the generation yeah. after us, um, the kids who are growing up, they are living in a generation more that's more ruthless and more capitalistic over the ideas that you have. And it, it, and I, I shouldn't have gotten on the, under the diatribe on the wrestling podcast, but this is how I feel. Yeah. I, I just don't let the internet stuff get to me. Like, unless it's like directly at me or like my friends, then yeah, I'll, you know, fight back on someone, you know, push back on people. And, you know, you've seen it. And I, I do it for anyone that's, you know, any of my friends or anyone that's like, for sure, anyone on the discord, for sure. Any of my mods, um, you know, I, but like, I don't know. I don't let it get to me too much. I just, Twitter's not real life, bro. Like, yeah, Twitter's not real life. And people need, if I didn't have, if I didn't, I mean, I probably would delete Twitter if um, 
I have to keep my DMs open for her because, you know, whatever. You, you, you guys can figure out what I keep my DMs open for, uh, scoops and things. Uh, but, like, you know, I have Discord, and that's a much healthier place because it's all like-minded people that are all good, and it's better moder- it's moderated better because I can moderate it. You can moderate it. You know what I mean? you can just kick someone out it's not like it's not like twitter where like but discord is starting to become a place where a bunch of trolls are going to come discord is starting to become a place where trolls are coming i well you can't you if you like i i also think i also i i think we're we're living in an era where everything is lived vicariously through the internet. And I think it's a bad thing. It's not real life. And we got to stop and smell the roses sometimes and say, this is a problem. And this whole wrestling media thing is a microcosm of it. We could talk about this in politics even, but I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. No. Uh, absolutely shouldn't. Uh, but you you saw how pissed I was getting over stuff the last couple episodes, and yeah, I realized it's not real life. I realized that, and I realized, and we were joking about the wrestling media server. I was angry about it at first, but then I realized, oh, it's not fucking real life. This person doesn't fucking know me. But how many how many people did he get in that server? He got he got like. 15 people he got Brandon in he he got he got a decent amount Brandon of Brandon Thurston fuck me <laughs> he basically added he, he he basically added um how does he get how does he get Preston and and um and voice of the wrestling contributors he added the social suplex um people as a decoy, but he really wanted the voice of wrestling people because they wanted he wanted to get a screenshot of something they said. I um so obsessed. Man, how does he get Thurston in there? And I have a whole we have a whole thread basically dedicated to Brandon Thurston on my server and I can't get him. That sucks. I've talked to Brandon Thurston. Uh that's my guy. Uh, dude, he's the best. He's the best he guy the best. in the media. He is the best. He's one of the best people in the media. Like, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just and the and the people calling out this wrestling media stuff, like Brandon, and I I know you you're not a big fan of Rich and Joe, but I I'm a fan of Rich and Joe. I, I like no, I, I like Rich and Joe. I like Rich and Joe. I I don't I don't want people to think. Uh, I, just because I've distanced myself from Voices of Wrestling because I have my own Discord and I can't like be on Ooh, other ones all that often. I'm never you know because I'm not I'm never on the. I'm on like match. sixty Discords and I don't know how. It's overwhelming. I gotta reduce that number. I. So, I mean, I don't really post in social suplex unless I just want to make a joke with Rich. Um, I don't 
I'm not really in Voices of Wrestling anymore. I'm not busy. Like, I don't do much on the greatest match ever one. I don't do much on uh, Between the Sheets either. I just, like, mine's so hectic that... Right, you're a mom, so... So... And I tried to consolidate it into one server, but it's totally two different people, two different types of people. And I, well, you gotta think most a lot of the people on my server, like Jono fan, for instance, like he didn't have Discord before I like started mine. Like, but so there's like a lot of people on there that are on there for the first time like uh wizard of wrestling he he joined yesterday um he was like he he didn't have discord he just used his friend's account to join um um sometimes and i don't want yano fan to take this the wrong way sometimes sometimes it's like are we posting for the sake of posting on twitter <laughs> he's just on he's just on there making jokes i get it but at the same time, he got so many likes. I'm like, this is, it's not jealousy. It's more like a microcosm of things. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? It's not jealousy that my, yeah. my stuff that's pretty insightful doesn't get that many likes. But like my, my, my women's Royal Rumble tweet only got one like and it was Rich Lava. I, um, I didn't tweet much during the rumble, so I wasn't on because, like, like no, I said, I tweeted I, after the rumble. I tweeted my thoughts on the women's Royal Rumble, but we're uh, all addicted to to um, this concept of Twitter and stuff like that because we're all performing. And I, um, I thought I had notifications set for your tweets. That's weird. I got to change that. We're all performing for social media. Um, I agree with what Bo Burnham said in Make Happy. Like, like social media is a was a response by the market to for the generations yearn to to um, keep performing. Yeah, you know, I think I I, I think Bo Burnham. The, He's probably the most brilliant person right now because he sort of um, encapsulated the idea of this whole thing. And there, there are some other philosophers and stuff like that that I listened to. I listened to a podcast with Bo Burnham and um, Douglas Rushkoff today um, from three years ago because Burnham hasn't done any interviews since inside. Um, but, but it's sort of, you can see my cynicism with all this. I wrestle with it because I strive for real life interaction because I work in mental health. I work in, like I, maybe I put myself out there too much to a fault in my work and in my, online persona that it just seeps out there and 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 you know I think this conversation needs to be had and I'm glad we're having it today on this podcast 
Yeah. You know, you know, you know, I, um, I just, again, I just think the best, the, the best idea is just to not take any of the stuff seriously. Like, and, and I'm like, at the same time, it, there are those times where you doom scroll. Yeah. It's, uh, I just, yeah, it just doesn't get to me. Uh, trying to pull up before the internet it doesn't yes. get to you i'm 25 so so i don't have any experience without the internet being or social media being at least for my formative years at least there uh, sorry i'm getting distracted i pulled up the uh the matches for uh Next, Next week. week, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Michelle Kobashi was five stars. Um. Oh yeah. I, 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 we really, we really, we really didn't miss much. It was a full court press by Kobashi and then Misawa with the comeback. Yeah, it's I'm sorry. Uh, we the wrestling analysis today. I we did, but we didn't. Yeah, it was sort of meta. Uh, here it's. I'll just say this. It's 43 minutes of Kenta Kobashi and Misahara Musawa. Just think about that. Just think about that. It's it's five stars. Yeah. Yeah, there's not much to say about it. I think that's why we got into the discussion we got into. Yeah. Uh, I just keep... I'm staring at the links you sent to Discord, and I just keep staring at Bobby... Bobby the Brain Heenan standing there with the neck brace. I'm just like trying not to laugh. Oh yeah, yeah. With the uh, with the uh, Hulk Hogan Harley race thing, and from six fourteen eighty seven, Texas Deathmatch. Then we have Yuki Ishikawa versus Alexander Ochka, Battle Arts one twenty ninety eight. Then the Nasty Boys versus Scott the Steiner brothers. I was about to say Scott Steiner. I could have said Scott and Rick Steiner. From WCW ten twenty seven ninety, and then Kiyoshi Tamura versus versus Minishima Mishima. I'm not going to attempt to say that first name again. Um, from U Style, um, three four six two thousand three are are four matches, and the links are in the on are in the non toxic wrestling fans Discord. If you want a link to the non toxic wrestling fans Discord, message Adam. Yeah, just message me or tweet me or whatever, uh, or ask. I mean, Danny is a mod; he can send you a link too if you need one. Um, yeah, just don't send one to PW. No. <laughs> what am I? What am I? No, I was saying for other people. I was saying for other people. I'll send PW and uh, an invite to my server. I'll just kick his ass off. And then he'll create other accounts. Maybe we'll be the server now that he infiltrates. Oh God. <laughs> See, but I won't I wouldn't tolerate his shit. Like I know he doesn't he pay to get on the VOW one. Yeah, we, but we don't tolerate his shit. That's the prop. That's the Yeah, issue. but they they let him stay there though. That's always been my thing. Like I was like, dude, like Just, once you snip it, kick him out. Yeah. Like, dude, if anyone had a block, like Dude, if I 
if you have to block someone on my like on my server, I'm probably just going to kick them out. No one should be blocking each other on my server. You know what I mean? So if for you know everyone to block that guy, like I'm like, uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's just annoying. Um, I and I'm not and I'm a fan of the BOW server. It's fine most of the time. Um, but yeah. except for this one issue. And, and it's like, they know the email address, they know that, they can't prevent it. Because Discord doesn't have the security measures to prevent it yet. Yeah. So, it's more a Discord issue than a, uh, which is a wrestling issue. But, yeah. but, I think that'll do it for us. Plugs uh at adamiri4 on twitter uh shout out to all the different i'm not going to list all the discord servers again shout out to all of them let's avoid the uh the great uh discord crash of 2022 uh let's never have that happen again it was a bad day for admins everywhere uh yeah that's that's all i got uh thank you for listening everyone DJZ Cooks on Twitter. Um, I have my own server, <laughs> but yes, <it's> not active. <laughs> um, uh, you've posted the link for that. Whatever you've posted the link for that in my server, right? Um, I'll post it again. Okay, get some people in there. Let's. let's All right. Um, I'll post yeah. it. Yeah, I uh. It's weird for me. I, I should be in yours more often, but I, I should be in the social suit. Shout out to social suplex. I should be there more often too. Yeah, yeah, because we do have our own dedicated thread in social suplex and in your server. So. Yeah. Shout out to GWE server too, because yes. the plugs, they give us Steven. Steven's a good guy. We're going to hopefully do a voice watch parties every Saturday and Sunday, watch parties at five for a certain wrestler. Then Saturdays, Saturdays is a certain wrestler and Sunday's Joshi day. I, it, it always, it always sneaks up on me. I need to do one of those with y'all. Also, I think I'm going to start doing watch parties for our matches, like the matches we review. That would actually be helpful for me because because you watch it with other people and yeah maybe i'll i'll try it out this week try it out this week yeah i uh because yeah i didn't know how to stream until recently well, i knew how to stream it's, it's just yeah again the internet's a blessing and a curse yes i think that's the point of my whole diatribe was the internet's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Um, but thank you guys for listening to whatever this was. And and <laughs> you have a good day and enjoy the outro music. Yep.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.